And by the way, this is a comprehensive planner. It's robust and it's durable. So you can drop it off a truck. It'll bounce and you'll still have it. You see? Hey, I'm Mrs. Brooklyn. I'm telling you. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet. So you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays with your host, Courtney Baker and Blake Stratton. Hey, Blake. Hey, Courtney. How are you? It's a Monday. It's Monday. We're dancing. yeah. You know what? Ever I like make up the dumbest songs all the time now because my daughter thinks it's funny, and so I'm sorry in advance, listeners, yeah. if I just sing every other. Don't tune song. us out for Blake's songs. Hey, Beth Farrell, I got a question for you. Yep. So most of your days are pretty calm, pretty chill, nothing going on. Oh yeah, I've got so much time. I just can't stop uh, hitting all my goals because I yeah. just have all this free time. Okay, that's not true. <laughs> Right, you're busy. Right. I'm busy. Everybody listening, we're all busy. So you know what happens to our goals when we're really busy? Yeah, they just get lost in the shuffle. They get lost in the shuffle of the urgent, the right now, the this is overdue, this, hey, do you have a quick five minutes? Gets lost in all that. Yeah. So you set good goals. You've listened to our podcast about smarter goals. You know how to write great goals. But if you don't have some visibility into those goals, you're most likely going to fail. Right. Things get lost in the shuffle because you lose sight of them. You don't have a system in place to make sure that you can see them, literally. So you need a way to actually keep those goals visible on a day-to-day basis. And honestly, this is where, and I've talked about this before, the whole New Year's resolution thing happens. You know, we set those in our mind, but we have no way of actually seeing those goals on a day-to-day basis. Right. And sometimes we think, oh, I just need to have more detailed action plans or steps or or whatever it is. But actually, you don't, it really doesn't need to be that hard. Actually, focusing on increasing the visibility of the goal for yourself or if you have a team goal for your team can make all the difference. And there's really three levels of visibility or of goal review that we're talking about today. So before we get into those three levels of goal review, Verbs, how you doing? Doing fantastic, Courtney. Thank you for asking. And I do have a question for the listeners. Have you yet subscribed to this podcast? If you have not, would you do us a favor and do that today? Your ratings help us keep the show visible for other high achievers like yourself. So whether it's good, bad or indifferent, we really do want to hear what you think. So subscribe to the show today. Share it with somebody else and share this podcast using the hashtag focus on this podcast. That's great. And also only share good things. <laughs> only the good is what we really will consider. Uh, that's not true, but sort of. But for real, we do really appreciate you subscribing. It's, it's really important for keeping the podcast going and, and making it visible to other people. And not to mention feeding my ego. Oh, That's yeah. another important that's part That's so that, true. Right? Please help, Blake. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to be talking about how to keep your goals visible. And the truth is every day you don't have time to do a detailed action plan with your goal. It's just too big to fit into a day, but every day you have time to review your goals. That's right. You will make progress on your goals if you maintain visibility, specifically three levels of goal review. And level one is what? Daily goal review. Review your goals every day. This is just like a quick 
hit. You have time for this. We're talking one to two minutes. You can make it part of your workday startup if you have one. Uh, And here's what you do, all right? You just read your goal statement and you reconnect to your motivation. So the key question you can ask is, what could I do today to move the needle on this? It doesn't have to be a big deal. Like you said, just a minute or two. If you use the full focus planner, there's a goal page. You can see all your annual goals uh, and just quickly review that and go, hey, what can I do today to move the needle? And what will happen is you just keep it fresh. You keep the why of your goal fresh. You remember, oh, right, like that's actually really important to me. Uh, Even if it's only a mental shift, it will shift the course of your day. Yeah, you can even set a timer to do this, a five-minute timer, quick hit on all your goals. So again, level one of goal review is a daily goal review. Guys, I have something that you'll find interesting about this. Um, Regular goal review is actually a way of putting psychology to work for you. Researchers discovered that just putting a thought in your mind makes you kind of fixated on that. I think or you've heard people say, hey, whatever you do, don't think about an elephant. And then obviously you start thinking about an elephant. Or if I were to say chocolate right now, that's probably all you think about until lunchtime. So when you get tunnel vision on a goal, there's actually a term for it. They call it goal inhibition because you get fixated on it and lower level tasks don't seem so important. And thinking about the goal inhibits you from thinking about other stuff. So when you review your goals daily, you're putting goal inhibition to work for you. What do you think about that? I love that. It's almost like we talk about distraction a lot. Oh, well, I would have worked on my goal, but I got distracted with this thing. Well, you're kind of turning the tables there. So, oh, I would have thought about my email, except I just reviewed my goals. And man, if I'm, I can't spend all day on email. I've got to, I've got to get a move on this goal. I've got bigger, more important things to do. That's right. So level one is the daily goal review. What's level two? All right. Level two is weekly goal review. This is really part of your weekly preview. And you can do this with whatever system you're using. If you're using a full focus planner, this would be, you know, reviewing your goal detail pages. Those are pages six through 15. So you want to review, you know, where in which life domain this goal is impacting, what your key motivations are. It's really important to reconnect with what those initial motivations are, as well as your reward. Hey, I like a reward. And sometimes we forget that we've already figured out what that's going to be. And the last thing is a street tracker. If you're on a habit goal, this is a great time to kind of update where you are in that. And then as well as next steps. Yeah. Sometimes people ask me, hey, I want to set a weekly big three or a daily big three, but sometimes I don't know what to do. And when you do the weekly preview, you know, you have an opportunity to review those goals. And when you're doing that after action review, that's a section in the weekly preview. It gives you an opportunity to go, well, you know, if you evaluate what's working, what's not working, you want to evaluate that through the lens of, is this moving me towards my goal or not? And if you try to answer that question without referencing your goal, it's kind of confusing and it's kind of a cumbersome process. But by reviewing those goal detail pages, or, you know, if you're not using the planner, wherever you keep your goals, you have visibility into your goal and you can more accurately say, oh, okay, here's really the next steps. Here, here's what really needs to happen over the course of the next week to move me towards my goal. Yeah, I love that. So if you're able to do a weekly review, this is what it's going to do. It's going to reconnect you to your why. You're going to get excited about your reward. I've already mentioned that. You're going to get motivated 
if you're using a street tracker, you know, something about checking off those boxes can really get you going again. And then you can roll those in to your next step into your weekly big three. All right. So we've got daily goal review. Level two is the weekly goal review. And the smart listeners among us probably know what level three is, but what is it? (laughs) It's quarterly goal review. That's right. It's part of your quarterly preview. This is the end, if you use the full focus planner, this is at the end of that, but this is where you take time at the end of the quarter to really see, uh, to take a deep dive as to what's working and what's not working. So again, you're gonna look at those gold detail pages, uh, but here's what's different about the quarterly preview. When you're reviewing that, you know we recommend that you break up your annual goals into quarterly goals. We recommend two to three quarterly goals. And so when you're doing your quarterly preview, hopefully, you know, you're able to look at those goals and go completed, you know, I got it, you know, but sometimes maybe they didn't get completed. Sometimes that influences, well, what are going to be my goals for the next quarter, right? And deciding those for the next quarter, you also get to decide if a goal is still relevant, which I think is, is huge. It really frees you up when you're setting your goals at the beginning of the year to have a little sense of, okay, I'm going to recheck in on these goals each quarter. And you're going to ask yourself, you know, do you still want to do this? Uh, do you need to recommit? In other words, do you need to double down on this goal? You know, do you need to revise it? Uh, maybe you need to change the goal to be more relevant to what you know um, now versus what you knew when you originally set it. And then do you need to replace it? Uh, maybe you need to swap it out for one that makes more sense. You know, maybe there's been a life change. Something that you weren't expecting has come up. Yeah. So I'll just give an example of that. So one of my, I had a a fitness goal for the third quarter. And uh, in the midst of that quarter, I actually discovered that I had some tendonitis in my shoulder and I had to start going to the, to get some physical therapy to help along with that. Well, if you've ever done physical therapy, you know, you play a role in that, but sometimes you can't totally dictate the timeline. Right. And that, that, that can be frustrating. And so, you know, when I was going into the fourth quarter, I told my trainer, I was like, hey, I have this goal to sort of get back to what was kind of my maximum level at the gym. Is that still relevant? Is that still a relevant goal given where I'm at? And he said, you know, you need to give yourself some grace because that's actually unrealistic and could actually harm you. Yeah. And so the quarterly preview is critical because you don't want to push yourself into something that's unachievable, you know, and if we don't have visibility into our goals in that quarterly preview, we may be barreling ahead. And then all of a sudden the year's ending and we feel like, oh, great, another year and I didn't quite hit my goals or, you know, I messed up, right? Yeah, that's a great example. Um, So as part of this quarterly review, you know, you're going to build up what we said, recommit to all your goals or change them. Uh, You're going to narrow your focus again on two to three goals that you'll work on this quarter. Yep. And that focus is going to keep you locked in every week and every day. You'll know which goals should have your attention, which, you know, the result of that is going to be a boost in performance for you and your team if it's a team goal. And that will generate momentum for you in a positive way. So in case you missed it, (laughs) level one is daily goal review. Level two is a weekly goal review. And level three is quarterly goal review. The important takeaway today is, are my goals really visible? Just think to yourself, when was the last time that I looked at my goals? Hopefully, you know, it was today. Hopefully it was this morning. But if not, consider how can I create more points of contact with my goals? It's not a, a big hurdle in terms of a time commitment, but it's a massive shift when it comes to achievement. 
just five minutes a day can really change the course of your goals. Great. Well, now let's bounce it back to my main man, Verbs. How are you doing? Thanks, Blake. Just a reminder, consider this your invitation to join us in the Full Focus community on Facebook. You'll literally find people all over the world who are fighting the same focus battle that you are. So there's great camaraderie and support, and that's found in the Full Focus community right there on Facebook. Now let's get to the call with Patricia. Hi, this is Patricia. Hey, Patricia. Hello, how are you? Hey, good. This is Courtney with the Focus on This podcast, and Blake's here too. Hey, Patricia. Great to have you. Where are you from? I am from originally South Louisiana, but I live in Orlando now, the land of the mouse. <laughs> that, is that what people say? The land of the mouse? Yeah, <laughs> the mouse house is usually what we get called around here. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, Patricia, today on the podcast, we're talking about goal review and the connection between your goals and your daily productivity. Do you have a way that you kind of check in with your goals on a daily or weekly or quarterly basis? Yes, I do. I, um, I read my goals every day, like the short form of them. And then when I'm doing the weekly review, I go through the, um, the long version of the goals in the front of the book and then kind of change anything like mark out the next steps that I've already taken and maybe put some others that way. So that's kind of how I keep track of them. You know, and I, I wasn't doing the big three related to the goals directly quite like I should, but um, I, in the business accelerator session last week, I got a little more clear on that with Michael where he said, about at least have one of your big three for the day tied to your goals directly, even if you can't make more than that of it. So that's helped me a lot since then. That's awesome. For the listener that doesn't know, Business Accelerator is for uh, business owners and executives uh, that want to scale, but they want to do so without sacrificing uh, their their personal life in the process and and get that double win that Michael talks about. So that's awesome that you had some progress there. I'm curious, you know, I don't know if that has always been a practice of yours. You know, I I admit I've I've struggled to review my goals on a daily basis. What is it? You know, what does that do for you? Why is it worth taking time to do that? Well, it it reminds me number one, and I've been one of those before I got introduced to Michael Hyatt and how um, his process and the full focus planner. I was one of those that would write goals at the beginning of the year and then never look at them again. And um, and then if I did happen to come across them, I would be surprised if any of them actually had come to pass. But um, so now, yeah, it really helps me to have them in front of me. And some of them, you know, when I'm not doing so good on them, I kind of cringe every day when I read them. <laughs> and I think, okay, I got to do something on that. Um, but, you know, I, I like how it's not all written in stone. Like some of the goals that I put together the first of the year had to be put aside and have been replaced with other things, but it, um, it keeps them in the forefront of my mind when I'm reading them as part of my ritual that I do every morning. Patricia, I'm curious if you've ever, cause I know Michael has talked about this before. Have you ever, when you have that like cringe moment with a goal, have you ever tried, um, just taking five minutes and seeing how much you can do towards that goal? 
You know, I haven't, but that's a really good idea. Yeah, it is crazy. I've done this many times, uh, but you can even set a timer and just see, okay, I have that like cringe moment with a goal. And I just take five minutes to see, okay, what can I do in five minutes towards that goal? Um, And it has, I've always been so impressed with what I can get done in five minutes. And it kind of takes away that the next time I look at it where I don't have that cringe moment. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to try that because, you know, even if I can't work a lot on it, I can always find five minutes to do something. So I'm going to try that next time um, I come across that kind of cringe, (laughs) cringe moment. I will try that. Well, did you have a question for us today? Yeah, I um, one of the things that I tend to trip up on is the sections in the after action review about kind of about what worked, what didn't work, what you're going to keep doing, improve, start, start doing based on the above. And and I find my answers that I put in there are either the same things that I put in there before, like block time. That's always one that works for me when I do it and it doesn't when I don't block time but sometimes I find that what I'm putting in there is kind of contrived so that's what I wanted to get your input on is like what are some good ways to to really make use of those two sections Uh, the after action review that's a section that's in the weekly preview part of the full focus planner where you are restating hey what were the big objectives that I wanted to get done this week how far did I get and then the two questions you referenced of what worked and what didn't work and also what do I want to keep doing or start you know stop doing uh, improve Uh, on that sort of stuff yes okay so my first thought is one when you're listing your big three for the week do you find that you are frequently hitting those big three out of the park or are there things that you feel like you're consistently kind of coming up short on? Um, I think a little bit of both, depending upon what I put in there. As I said, I just came back from the business accelerator program. So I've totally had my, it changed around to where now I'm trying to put in there things that are directly in the big three, directly related to the goals, not just projects that I need to do. So when they were projects, I was pretty much hitting them. But now that they tend to be goals, I'm doing okay. But I'd say not every week am I hitting all three. I might be doing two of three. And are any of these personal? Are they all work-related? Are they a mix of both? Uh, Right now, they're all work-related because my personal goals were more habit goals um, since the beginning of the year, and those are pretty entrenched right now. So I'm good with that. So the, the ones that I have left are more business goals. Okay. So for work-related goals, my first thought is to bring this to someone on your team or, or your whole team or whoever may be involved related to that task. It is okay. wild what happens. You know, we've made a culture of after action reviews at Michael Hyatt and company, and it's wild. Mm-hmm. I think I know what we need to do to fix a problem. And then I talk to Mandy or I talk to Chad and they open my head up to all these possibilities of, oh, I didn't realize that that was missing. I didn't realize that this was holding me back. And so 
that my first thought is if you find yourself creating contrived answers, it's time to get out of your own head potentially and to bring that to okay. your team and say, hey, you know, what was missing here? Where, where are my blind spots? Because what's probably happening is, you know, maybe each and every week you're having a blind spot. Um, so yeah. that's that's one thought. My second thought is kind of on the other side. Uh, thought one is go public with it. Thought two is just to go deeper with it. So the advantage of the weekly preview is its conciseness, right? It's only a few pages. You fill in a few lines. The reality is sometimes there's only a small space, and so you only write a small amount. When the truth is, right. it would be really beneficial if you took 10, 15 minutes to sort of free write as to why an issue keeps recurring or you keep getting held back. So something that I do when I notice, because I've had this same problem, some, so, something that I will do sometimes when that happens is I will install another step in my weekly preview in that after action review, which is to essentially free write about something for about 10 minutes or mm -hmm. 15 minutes and literally mm -hmm. force myself to write about it for that long because all of a sudden stuff starts coming up, stuff on, under the surface of sort of the canned answers that my, my brain wants to go to, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's good. Patricia, I just to add on to what Blake said. I find that I do that a lot of times when I haven't allocated enough time to do my weekly preview. You know, I'm kind of crunched for time. So I just, I write what's easy. So I think his advice of actually setting aside enough time to have some, you know, free thought or be able to push yourself a little deeper into what's actually happening in your after action review. Yeah, I think all of those are really good. And I'm definitely going to try that because I, I meet with my team on Monday mornings. So that would be a good time to throw those out in front of them. And then um, I'm a writer, too. I can't believe I didn't think about free writing because I'm always telling my students to free write. <laughs> so uh, I think I think that would work well there. Um, instead of just kind of trying to come up with a short answer. And, and like you said, giving myself a little bit more time to, to work on it. So I, I think that would improve it very much. That's awesome. Well, Patricia, thanks so much for jumping on the call with us today. Uh, we really appreciate it. Look forward to seeing how maybe these impact your weekly preview. Yeah, me too. I will keep you posted. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Patricia. Patricia is an expert at goal visibility, isn't she? Yeah, oh, for sure. When you're asking questions about, hey, I'm kind of not writing great answers on that after action review, you know you're like, you're doing something right. Yeah, she's doing great. She's next level. So again, the big takeaway from today is to just increase the visibility of your goals. It's a small thing. It's a tiny hinge that can move a heavy door. Oh, totally. Oh, good analogy, Blake. Hey, that's what I'm here for. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I think we've got another call. Verbs, who we got next? We do. We have Tony Mondesiri coming up next. Hello? Hello? Is this Tony? Yes, in person, living caller. Hey, Tony, this <laughs> is Courtney with the Focus on This podcast. Hey, Tony, this is Blake. Where are you calling from today? Brooklyn, New York. Love it. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm, yes. Love Brooklyn. Yes, yes. Love your accent. It okay. sounds just like mine. <laughs> oh, well, it's all the sauce you put on your food. <laughs> salsa, salsa, right. <laughs> hey, Tony, today on the podcast, we are talking about the connection between goals and your daily productivity. Mm -hmm. Do you have like a system um, of how you 
regularly check in on your goals? How does that work for you? Well, you know, um, the full focus plan has been a tremendous help, a tremendous help. Um, of course, you know, big dreams and goals, you got to break down into bite-sized pieces. And Mike, if I may say Mike, Mr. Hyatt, has been very helpful with that. So what I do is it's a, it's a work in progress, but I go straight to my daily page and I see, okay, what are my big three? And I try to keep my big three as uh, recommended consistent with my quarterly goals, which are six to seven, my annual goals, which I broke down by quarter. And I keep it simple just so everybody, uh, we're dancing on the same dance floor, health, uh, wealth, and matrimonial harmony. Let's say those big three, right? <laughs> those are oh, great. Oh, let me tell you, matrimonial harmony, about 39 years in. So here's the deal. <laughs> That's impressive, Tony. Oh, thank you. You know, it's work, it's work. But you know what? When we work at it, when it's one of the big three, we could slice it and dice it into manageable bites. So the health, the wealth, and the wife, yeah, it helps. We really do have to do that. So that's what I do. I, uh, I go to my daily page, and then I review the daily goals, annual goals, I'm sorry. And you know what I've been working on? You know, I'm retired, and I have more free time than I was uh, in, in the nine-to-five world. It's the morning rituals. The morning ritual, the work startup ritual, the shutdown ritual, and evening ritual. I'm still tweaking that. So for the listening public, these wonderful planners and systems, it's a work in progress. Don't feel you have to be perfect with your first, second, or third planner. I'm on my ninth one, and we're crafting this for the rest of our lives. So it's a work in progress. It is a work in progress, and it's a lot of fun. I'm curious. So congrats, by the way. You said 39 years of marriage, right? Well, technically, it's 37 with two years of courting. So what's, how do you set a goal? You know, I, I'm curious. How do you, you mentioned, you know, setting goals in these different areas. I'd love to hear an example. What's one of your goals that you've reviewed uh, for this quarter? You're going to like this one. Yeah, let's say health. Health is number one. I was classified as legally blind in 1992. Uh, so I'm a low vision person. I was diagnosed with a, a genetic uh, eye disorder in 1975. I'm still blessed, thank God I'm blessed, to still have eyesight. But I'm working to preserve the eyesight I have, so that's number one in terms of health. And I'm working on exercise, and I'm working on uh, scheduling and downtime, even meditation, prayer is big for me, because I'm clergy, I'm clergy. So when you look, look, when we look at the health goal, we want to break the health goal into um, bite-sized pieces. And there in the detail, goal detail, it's a habit goal, not an achievement. It's a habit. And I love what Mike has created here. All these breakdowns of goals, goal summary, what domain does it fit in, the key motivation points, next steps, your reward. And a streak tracker. This is fantastic because, you know, we have to break down our goals into smaller pieces and then track it, especially if it's a habit goal. And that's where the full focus system is very, very helpful. Love it. I'm glad you're digging into those goal detail pages. Tony, yes. I want to know for everybody listening, mm -hmm. what is your number one best tip with using the full focus planner? Wow. Use it. Use it. Here's the, here's the straight talk. One's not going to fill in every line in the planner. 
So don't feel bad like, oh boy, I missed a day or these pages are not filled to the brim. No, do the best you can. Uh, I've read on the Facebook pages, some folks bought it and then leave it, leave it collect dust for six months. No, 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 no. As soon as you get it, here's what you got to do. Use it. And I recommend jumping right into uh, the Get Started page. There's four steps with Get Started, right? And then taking a look at the contents. There's six levels of planning, three levels of execution, and four levels of references. Wow. It's comprehensive. And by the way, this is a comprehensive planner. It's robust and it's durable. So you can drop it off a truck. It'll bounce and you'll still have it. You see? <laughs> hey, this is Brooklyn. I'm telling you, this is Brooklyn. Yeah, Tony, we're going to go try that. I think we're going to go outside right now, find a truck, and see if we, you know, see if that can work. Well, Tony, that is such, that is a really great tip. And I could not agree more. I tell people all the time. You know, get it and start using the planner. So yeah. thank you again yeah. for that tip. And I'm sure lots of people listening um, have enjoyed talking with you today. We certainly have. Yeah, okay. thanks for joining us, Tony. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Um, be creative. I'm kind of a left brain person, but I got a strong right brain thing going. And use colors. These Flexion erasable pens, your Pilot G2, G2s in different colors, highlighter pens, Everybody should personalize their planner, do the color coding, so it becomes like a uh, family member. Yeah, that's a good one. Become like a family member. Mm, I love that. Final question. Best pizza in Brooklyn. Go. Oh, you know, pizza's good, but I love falafels. I'm moving moving towards vegan. I'm moving towards vegan. So uh, the cheese, mozzarella cheese, yeah. But you know what? Falafels, oh my goodness. Bedouin tent on Atlantic Avenue. That's awesome. There you go, people. All right, Tony, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you. Oh, thank you, folks. And I look forward to hearing my voice on this podcast and sharing with the whole community. (laughs) That's awesome. Thanks, Tony. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Blake, I could not love Tony anymore. Oh my goodness! Can we have him on again? Let's just call him every week. Let's just call him. Let's call him back. Yeah, <laughs> Tony if needs that, his own segment on the show. Yeah, really. he needs his own segment. If, He's going to give us the real deal. If Tony didn't just make your Monday better, I I don't know if we I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. I know. <laughs> Planning with Brooklyn Tony. Yes. <laughs> let's check in with Tony next week about how that yeah. uh, full focus planner off the truck went. Yeah, let's see how many people drop their planner off the truck. So do the truck test, hashtag truck test. Um, share it on social. No, I'm just kidding. Full focus community. Put it <laughs> yeah. There. No, we do appreciate you joining us this Monday. And if you do share it on social media, go ahead and use the hashtag focus on this podcast. Blake, besides Tony, of course, who are your favorite people? Oh, well, there's me, myself, and I. So that's three. Mm, yeah, that's what I thought. But actually, there's actually more than three of you inside that head of yours. That seems like too many of me. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, there, there's actually 10. Uh, and next week, we're going to tell you all about the 10 life domains that make up a whole person. Until then, stay, stay focused. focused. It's a brand new day. Get going to get the right stuff. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Michael Hyatt and Company's new book, 
your world-class assistant. Find out more at focusonthispodcast.com slash assistant.